What we're trying to do on Sporting Goss is open up our mind to all the sports. And, of course, motorsport is a big part of our Australian sporting menu. And Tom Randall, Thomas Randall, as we like to call him, rising star, has won plenty on the way in his career. He's the reigning Super 2 champion, and he's come highly recommended as being across all things motorsport. And we want to make... Tom, Thomas, Randall, Randy, call him whatever you like, a regular on the Sporting Goss. Thanks for joining us, mate. Thanks, Goss. Pleasure to be here and an amazing intro. I might have to get you to write that one down and I can use it, use it elsewhere, I reckon. <laughs> what are we going with? Thomas, Tom, Randy, TR? What do you got? What's your nickname? Oh, well, well, Dave Reynolds has called me T. Randall, but I, I reckon you can call me... Call me Tom. Tom. I, I like that. Okay, we'll, we'll keep it simple. We'll keep it simple. Just yeah. in a nutshell, Tom, let us know about the the driving career. Are currently a driver. Let us know about uh, your form, who you drive with, and uh, and how often you're on the circuit. So currently, I'm I'm driving for Tickford Racing in the the Repco Supercar Championship. This year, I'm only doing a few rounds. I'm a wildcard entry, so I'm doing three of the twelve rounds, and then at the, at the back end of the year, I'll be doing. The Bathurst 1000 with the team as a co-driver. And then for 2022, next year, I'll be stepping up with the team full-time. So a few exciting things coming my way, which is, is pretty cool. And I just can't wait to, to get stuck into it next year. But focusing on the rest of this year, I had my last round at Darwin a few weeks ago with the supercars. And supercars are back this weekend, actually. So... Looking forward to watching that one on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, missing out on the, the warm weather up there, unfortunately. Melbourne can get pretty darn cold this time of year. So Melbourne-based. Tom Randall is going to be our motorsport expert uh, whenever we have to go to the well to talk about uh, cars, bikes, the whole shooting match. You mentioned Bathurst. Have you driven the Bathurst 1000 before? I have. I've done that twice before. So I raced it last year with Nick Perkett, and then the year before I raced it with Lee Holdsworth. And... Folks, I tell you what, if, if you've never been there before, you've got to get there at some point in your life because it, the TV just doesn't do it justice. The atmosphere, the elevation change, the topography. If you get a chance to walk the circuit or even do a lap in your in your car, it, it'll blow your mind. So definitely one to one to get to, and it's it's a, a major bucket list item in, in my eyes. Are the are the streets of the circuit? You know, um, uh, Conrod Strait and whatever they call, uh, whatever the main is that. What's the main? What's the main bit that goes down the back straight? The really long bit where they absolutely fang it. What's that place called? That's it. That's, yeah, Conrod Strait. Yeah. yeah. So we reach. We actually do reach three hundred. They they always say it's three hundred, and people sometimes think, oh, are they just are they just rounding up? But no, we are definitely reaching three hundred. So it's it's pretty mental because that's that's really one of the fastest corners of the chase. When, when you get into the chase, it's one of the fastest corners, not just in Australian motorsport, but in worldwide motorsport, and especially when you're going through there in a, in a car that weighs 1,400 kilos and doesn't have the wings like a Formula One car, so it's it's pretty nuts. And, and then if you're right behind someone else, it, it gets uh, even crazier. So, like I said, if you can get down there, see the track, you can get up the top of the mountain or even head down to the chase, it's, it's, a, it's an amazing sight to see. Oh, we're going to have a renewed interest then in the Bathurst 1000 with our man Tom Randall. We'll just know you might be, you know, like uh, you might be able to stick it on the car as you go down. You know, sporting goss. Uh, you know, we just you just you never know, Tommy. We might be able to use you as a walking, talking, uh, uh, moving board of uh, of advertising. Hey, can I just?
can you please mention you are a great story and and you come highly recommended from a good a, a mutual friend of ours and a man that I've known for a long time, Tim Hodges. And for those who don't know, he's a motorsport tragic, but also he's the brains behind AFL 360. And I mean the brains behind AFL 360. It's his concept and he does a great job. You've had your own battles in recent times. Um, you had testicular cancer and, and you've combated that, I'm led to believe, and you did that while claiming the Super 2 title. That is no mean feat. No, thank you. It was very challenging year last year trying to go through that battle that and and then trying to keep focus on the racing and also during that COVID affected period so it was amazing to win that that series given the circumstances that I've been dealt with so I'm just very very happy to be on the other side of that but in the same aspect I feel very lucky that I was able to recover from that because there's so many people that don't get that fate so, yeah, uh, I've actually just taken a position with the department that treated me, the Peter McCallum Cancer Centre. I'm now on the board to the Youth Cancer Action Board, which is a Victorian and Tasmanian service. So we're able to help make decisions to sort of improve other cancer uh, people's People who are diagnosed with cancer improve their experience. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting back into that as well. Brilliant stuff. Tom Randall, our guest, we're talking motorsport. So, Tom, just to, as we introduce you to our listening audience, um, you talked about the, the V8s or the supercars being back. You're also, uh, you're across the F1, I'm sure we all are, and we're very proud of Daniel Ricciardo. He produced his best uh, drive for some time in the McLaren uh, on the weekend. Of course, we're seeing a changing phase in, in F1, aren't we? We're seeing probably the end of the absolute dominance of Mercedes, and that's only going to increase with changes in the next 12 months. Well, absolutely, and, and it's funny you say that because uh, Christian Horner was interviewed not too long ago and, and he was asked, are you, have you stopped developing or focusing on 2020, and uh, sorry, in 2021, and are you concentrating on 2022? And he said, no, we've always got to concentrate on the next race because you're only as good as your last race. And then you look at Toto Wolff, the, the head of Mercedes, and he said, oh, we've, we've stopped sort of focusing on 2021. We're just worrying about the new rules for 2022. And whether that's a bit of an excuse for, for their, their lack of speed and pace, but certainly the, the Mercedes isn't really looking like the dominant car at the moment. The Red Bull has won the last four Grand Prix now with, with Max Verstappen and Sergio Perez with his amazing win at Baku. That was a drama-filled race. But it seems like, like you said, a bit of a changing of the guard. And Verstappen's been with the Red Bull team now for, for a few years, uh, since 2016. So, uh, you know, it's certainly... He's matured as a driver and he's now over a race clear in points in the championship. So he's got a little bit of room up his sleeve to... You know, if he has a bad result, but certainly the Red Bull car is being quite strong. And the, the next track they go to, which is next weekend, the Silverstone Circuit, is also going to be uh, another interesting weekend. It's going to be a spanner in the mix because they're trying a new format. It's now there's now going to be a sprint race mm. before they go into like the Grand Prix. So they'll be practice on the Friday with qualifying on the Friday, and then Saturday we practice two. And then the sprint race, followed by the Grand Prix on Sunday. So something we haven't seen in F1 for, well, I can't even remember if 
never done something like this before. The Dutch fans have come to Austria to see him win again. Uh, they came, they saw, he conquered. Max Verstappen wins the Austrian Grand Prix. Yeah, it's exciting times. I uh, I get bunked up on the on the lounge with my daughter, who's an absolute F1 nuffy, and we uh, we don't miss a minute. It makes it hard when we get to bed. Albeit we've got the massive advantage being in WA, we get two hours up our sleeve. But when you have to do breakfast radio the next day, uh, and I do it with uh, Adam Gilchrist, Gillian Goss here on SEN, uh, we both come in absolutely fatigued by Monday morning. So we have to <laughs> plough through it. We don't want to miss a minute of it. Just in summary, before we let you go, and we're chatting with Tom Randall. We're going to get to know Tom uh, on the show here on Sporting Goss. He's going to cover off all things motorsport with us each and every uh, week, of course. Um, th- let's have a listen to uh, our man, of course, Lando Norris, who had this to say about being on the podium, whether it was sweat or champagne. No, I felt quicker. That's champagne. Oh, okay. Oh. Ouch, ouch. I didn't sweat. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a breath of fresh air, isn't he, Lando Norris? And he is bona fide a world champion in the making. Absolutely. I mean, I actually got the opportunity to race against Lando when I was over in the UK running British F3. And you could see that he, he certainly had the talent to make it all the way. And he had the, the right people behind him. He had, he had the right support. And... He certainly, I think, winning the fan and the crowd and that, that cheeky comment where he, where he uh, said about <laughs> all those orange fans come out to see me, not, not Max. <laughs> I, I had to laugh. And he really, I think, has got on top of that McLaren. Yeah. I think with Daniel, Daniel's just lacking a bit in qualifying at the moment. He seems to be able to race well. And he, he's always been able to race well. It's just that qualifying speed. He, I, I don't think he's been able to extract the maximum out of that McLaren, whereas Lando... Yeah, just can get on top of it. I mean, he nearly he nearly snaps pole position off Max Verstappen. So it was I think it was half a tenth between himself and Max Verstappen. So that McLaren has has really come on form. I mean, it's been a while since we've seen them at, at the pointy end and and so consistently. Lando's already uh, surpassed his total points score from last year, and they've only done I think seven races. So it's certainly been a strong start to the season for him and and. And I'm looking forward to seeing how he goes at his home race next weekend. Unfortunately, can't come home for the race uh, this year. It hurts. I know we're all looking forward to it, and particularly myself, to, to race in Melbourne again. But, um, look, we've got to keep our chin up, look forward. Hopefully in 2022 it can happen. And I'm sure by then it will be bigger, better, and more beautiful than ever. And before we let you go... No Grand Prix in Melbourne, which is really disappointing um, uh, because of COVID. No bikes as well. Jack Miller's had his say. We've just heard from Daniel Ricciardo. What's your views? You live in Melbourne. What will it do to the landscape of the Australian sporting uh, public over there? Well, it's yeah, certainly incredibly disappointing. I mean, we, we missed out on it last year. Well, we actually started with it, and then it, it was cancelled on the Friday morning, as, as we all remember. And, yeah, it... Like I said, it's 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 a, it's a shame because they've just done all these track upgrades and resurfaced a lot of parts of the track ready for the Grand Prix, and and you now it won't go ahead. But it's it's so difficult with the, the quarantining phase because Formula One just can't afford, and MotoGP can't afford to spend the two weeks in quarantine when their the schedule is so compact at the end of the year. I mean, they're trying to fit in 21 races across the year, so. I can understand from that point of view, but yeah, certainly very disappointing. I'm, I'm just looking forward to having it, having it again next year, and and seeing all the awesome sport categories that, that we get as well, the supercars, hopefully the F5000, 
but yeah, everyone wants to see the Formula One back in Australia and also the MotoGP. There's nothing quite like the MotoGP in Phillip Island. It is an amazing spectacle and it will be dearly missed this year, unfortunately. Thanks for joining us, Tom. We'll do it again uh, every couple of weeks here on the show. We love our motorsport in the West, and uh, you're across everything. You're a current driver. We're looking forward to having a new man that we can cheer at Bathurst 1000. Thanks for joining us. Great start to uh, your time here on SEN Sporting Goss. Thanks, Goss. Appreciate it.